Joining us right now on London Live is Oxford County Warden Marcus Ryan as we talk about property tax increases in Oxford County. Warden Ryan, how are things? They're good, Mike. I mean, it's going to be kind of difficult to follow up the Roadrunner meet meet, but I'll do my best. <laughs> I gotta get that. We've got to hear that, especially if it's a muscle car with a meep meep. That's too good. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about what you've been going through in assessing the budget that you're dealing with. How has the process been? So we're done our process in Oxford. We passed our budget, and it was, without a doubt, the most challenging budget that I've ever delivered since I've been in municipal government. Um, And I think you're probably hearing that. I know I'm hearing that when I talk to to mayors and wardens around the province, that it's the most challenging budget that any of us have gone through ever. And the challenges that you were dealing with, we've heard a number of different things. I mean, depending on what a police service looks like, municipalities may be dealing with large police increases. There are libraries, there's transit, we've even heard parks and rec. What is it that you found to be most challenging this time around, Warden Ryan? Well, the big drivers for us in Oxford were really housing uh, and homelessness response together, uh, long-term care and, and ambulance response, paramedic response, and and one of the challenges that you have as a municipality is that some of those services are not really very well tied to property tax assessment. The provincial and federal governments collect taxes, as, as most people know, um, income tax, personal and, and corporate, and sales taxes. Uh, and those are related to sort of general economic activity and population growth. But municipalities are really only funded by property tax assessment. And when you're in a a housing crisis, which by definition means not enough houses for people, and you are funded by taxing those houses, uh, that becomes especially problematic when a municipality is supposed to provide housing and homelessness response uh, by taxing a thing that there is not enough of. So I think the big the big discussion that I think municipal Ontario is having, and certainly Oxford County is having, is um, there are services that we are delivering now in municipalities that are either explicitly downloaded to us like ambulance and long-term care costs and housing from the province or implicitly uh, downloaded in that if the province doesn't do uh, the best that it can do in those areas it ends up on the sidewalk in a municipality and we end up taxing people to do the best that we can for those services so it's it's problematic to deliver services that a property tax assessment is not designed to fund. That's a fantastic point. We're talking with Oxford County Warden Marcus Ryan. Warden Ryan, in terms of the tax increase that you're looking at in Oxford County, where did you end up? We ended up at a 16.7% increase. Now, I will point out that in Oxford County, we have a a two-tier structure. So whereas in, say, City of London, there's two portions of a property tax bill, the City of London portion and the education tax. In Oxford County, there's three portions. There's the education tax, and then there is an area municipality portion. So that could be City of Woodstock, Town of Tilsonburg, Township of Zora. And then there's an Oxford County portion for those services. So it's not people's entire property tax bill that's going up that much, just the Oxford County portion, which works out to $154 for a a single family home uh, for every $275,000 of assessment. So a a $550,000 home is going to pay about $300 more for Oxford County services next year. Right. And as a final question, the reaction, have you had much to it or are people just resigned to say, hey, everybody's talking about this, everybody's dealing with the same things, I'll just find a way? No, there has been a lot of reaction, and I and I knew when we passed it, the residents were going to call me. I mean, as with as with all municipal officials, we live and work every day in the community that we pass these budgets to serve. 
So I knew that uh, I would be getting feedback from people. And uh, the conversations have been really interesting. Um, you know, uh, there's it, this is not a thing that most people talk about in everyday life. How are municipal taxes collected? How are they attributed to services they that they pay for uh, and that they use themselves? And most of the conversations that I've had, some of them have been long, uh, most of them didn't start off pleasant. But most of them ended pretty well by the time we talked through it and people said, you know, but the things I want you to spend money on are our homelessness response. I want you to spend money on our seniors in long-term care. And I want the ambulance to come on time if I need it. And I said, well, those are the three main drivers of this budget increase. If population growth comes a, a bill and and normally that bill would be partially covered by the, the housing that comes with the population growth, but in a housing crisis by definition, the housing doesn't come with the population growth. And so you you are funding that gap. And, and most residents were, I would say, you know, as you said, the, you used the word resigned. I think most of them uh, accept that, like, we don't like this. Um, but for council, the decision ultimately was we didn't like that budget and tax increase either. But the only thing that was worse than that would be to cut the services to reduce it. Um, and when it's housing, homelessness, long-term care and ambulance, the decision council made was we, we're not going to cut those things. Those would be unacceptable cuts to residents. And, and most of the conversations I had with residents, they ended up, you know, acknowledging that they don't want those things cut either. Warden Ryan, thank you so much for your time today. I hope we get a chance to talk again. This has been very enlightening in terms of what you've been dealing with and, and the realities of the situation that every municipality has. Thanks. Thank you, Mike, and, and municipalities dealing with and ultimately our residents dealing with because in the end, I just, uh, I just collect their taxes and spend them on the services. They're the ones that pay the bill and use the services. Exactly. Have yourself a great day. You too, Mike. Thanks. That is Oxford County Warden Marcus Ryan. So they were not dealing with a major police budget increase, and that, that still is the big one. In fact, you're going to hear that from Amy Simon in just a moment with regard to the police budget increase and the number of individuals who, as we look toward a public participation meeting on the London budget that happens tomorrow at 4 p.m. at City Hall, a lot of letters have been written, and the majority of those letters have dealt with the police budget. We're going to talk about this later on, and just in case you can't be here, let me pass on to you. With the police budget, if you were to make cuts to say, no, we're not funding that, we're not funding that, we're not funding that, you can go to the, or the, the police service can go to the Ontario Civilian Police Commission. It's a tribunal, and it basically eliminates any cuts you try to make. So you can be unhappy with it, but the likelihood of reducing a police budget ask anymore that's difficult because of the option to go before a tribunal that I understand is made up of former police officers called the Civilian Police Commission.